It's finally here. Bigger, faster, stronger. It's time to put on the pads. Faster, quicker, more agile. And make some noise. Just leveled. Wow. Your defending AFC South champion, Houston Texans, are back for training camp. 15-yard touchdown run for Deshaun Watson. Welcome to Texans Training Camp Live. Your sideline pass to everything that's going on with your Houston Texans. Texans Training Camp Live is presented by Xfinity and by Geico and Papa John's Houston. Now, let's go down to the Houston Methodist Training Center. Here are your hosts, Mark Vandermeer and John Harris. Hello, Texans. It's so great to be outside here at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Big day of practice planned in pads for your Texans who are making their way into the bubble to get warmed up. They meet, they stretch, then they come out here and practice right in front of us. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. It's going to be a fun day as a little bit later on. Jalen Watkins, a new defensive back, new safety. We're going to hear from him a little bit. John McClain's going to join us at 8.30 and share his thoughts as to what will go down today as we are three weeks, Johnny, from the opener. Three weeks from tonight, the wow. Houston Texans start the 2020 season at Kansas City. Are you ready? Man. I will be. Okay. I will be. I feel like I'm a kind of like the team. I'm, I'm ramping up slowly yeah. but surely yeah. every single day. I think about it in stages. I think about training camp in stages. We, uh, we do the first 10 days of training camp live mm-hmm. up till the first game. And then after that, we start getting into game mode. But we're kind of thinking at that point about the opener once we get beyond. I, I know I do. These, this first set of shows. So this is day number five. This is ending the first week. We okay. start the second week tomorrow. I'm starting to gear up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. So I'm kind of like the team, just ramping up little by little until September 10th, and hopefully we're all ready to go on that night. And Jalen Watkins, you mentioned, opener means a little bit a little bit mm-hmm. more probably to him because he's a family member on the other side. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about a whole bunch of things. The other day they did situational work out here. It was very cool. Cool to see everybody operate, both sides of the football Bill O'Brien with the offense, but really it's Tim Kelly, the OC, doing the job. He's got the walkie-talkies calling the plays. He hangs out sideline, Johnny. I want to get your thoughts on that, but I thought, why don't I ask him about that, among other things, a visit with offensive coordinator Tim Kelly. Coach, doing what I do, I watch the ball on every play pretty much. Doing what you do, when you're coaching practice 11-on-11, what are you watching for? Is it a different thing on every play? How do you handle that part of your job? So from the sideline, I'm trying to see, uh, A, first of all, making sure we're lined up correctly. Uh, and then, B, uh, my eyes are really on the defense to try and see where, um, you know, what is it, what's the coverage, what's the front. And then hopefully from there I should get an idea as to where the ball should go and my eyes should should be able to find it uh, through there. So, um, you know, trying to figure out, again, what the defensive look is, uh, making sure that the communication is, is clean at the line of scrimmage. Um, and then, again, you know, hopefully – being able to, to kind of get a jump as to where we think that ball is going to go based upon the look. I see you with the walkie-talkie. So you really like that side view as opposed to being behind the offense. Yeah, some of that too is probably, you know, I, I see it better from behind, but I just get into the flow of things and I, you know, kind of like to talk to the defensive players occasionally. So I like to be up by the action. Um, but yeah, you know, you definitely get a better a better view from either behind it or, uh, you know, way in front of it on either side. So, um, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm still continuing to continuing to work on. Sometimes my competitive juices get the best of me there. 
All right, the situational stuff. Do you guys talk about that maybe the night before or is some of that done on the fly? Like, I really think we want to do this today. How do you guys handle what you're going to do situationally? Sure. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit of both sometimes. Sometimes, it, especially if it's a really specific situation, uh, maybe we'll get a heads up. Um, uh, but, but today when we went on the field, we just knew that there was going to be a two minute situation and we knew we needed to score a touchdown. We didn't know the, the timeouts or the time or anything. So it's really, uh, you know, training, you know, coach weave and myself, um, to get us in a game like situation where there's not going to be a sheet of paper there, you know, before the game saying, Hey, you're going to have two minutes. We're, we're just trying to really train ourselves there to make sure that we're all, you know, as, as best prepared as we can be come September 10th. All right, so coach, with Anthony Weaver, coach of the defense, does he surprise you with blitzes or some exotic things? Do you guys talk about that in advance? Do you say, hey, give me some stuff today that might catch our guys off guard, or is that all a big surprise for both sides of the ball? Um, you know, Weaver's really good to work with. So anytime uh, we need to see something or we have anything going in, we make sure that we communicate that with him so, so we're not, you know, catching each other off guard, and we can make sure that our players are as prepared as they can be when they hit the field. With your quarterbacks, how do you balance, hey, I want you to be totally precise and execute every play perfectly with maybe this is the time of year to take some risks and see if you can squeeze the ball into that window or not. How do you balance that? Um, it, that yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's kind of a uh, – obviously, as Deshaun continues to grow, he gets a little bit more leeway as far as that. You know, you want him to kind of challenge himself and to see, like you said, am, am I capable or can we do it this way or can I, you know, throw this ball there? And uh, D does a good job of really making sure he's going through his reads and letting us know uh, post-snap. You know, you'll see him on the field after he after he makes a throw. He'll end up pointing to somebody, you know, and saying like, hey, I saw that he was open, but I'm really trying to do this. Um, so there, there's definitely – a, a fine balance there between making sure that we're operating, you know, uh, and, and at a functional level and making sure that we can still continue to grow um, our talents in, in our offense. Coach, thanks a lot for the time. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you, sir. I love that last comment. I love that one. Coach, I saw that he was open, okay? I saw Cobb <laughs> open across the middle, but I wanted to go deep to Fuller on that one just to see what I could get. And we were talking about this, Johnny. This is the time of year to do that kind of stuff. Yes, you do want to be flawless mm -hmm. in the execution of the simpler stuff, the checkdowns, the safe stuff, if you will, the pocket change, as you call it. But you also want to test what you can get away with. And I was curious about that. I was also curious, and I asked a question about, hey, do you tell Anthony, like, send me a lot of DB blitzes today. I want to see how we handle that. Because those always seem like a big surprise to people hey, oh, my gosh, I didn't account for this safety or this corner coming yeah. into the backfield at this particular moment. And those are the kinds of things they're working on out here. It feels like, the, to that point about the DB blitzes, it feels like defensive back blitzes have grown in stature mm -hmm. throughout college and pro football. I mean, it feels like they're, we're seeing more of that than maybe we've, we've seen before. And I don't know if that's just because the players that are playing those positions are more suited to do it. But it just feels like we're. I, I feel like, you know, the more that I watch tape this off season of you know different prospects, I'm watching what teams are doing too. It felt like a lot of colleges, man, DBs were coming a, a lot, and it for good reason. I mean, it's it's the one player that's really difficult to try and account for uh, in the blitz, depending on you know what you're showing up front, et cetera. But uh, yeah, I I like that fact. I mean, if if your quarterback is good enough to say, look. 
Randall was open. But I can right. make that throw all day, every day. But I need to hit that 15-yard dig route. I need to hit that. that i got to work on that. That's something I've got to hit. And he can say that to his coach. And then when you go to the film and you can see that, yes, he's te- what he told you was exactly the truth, then you're like, okay, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. he's going he's gonna to have to drive that dig route and hit that in route or seam or whatever interior ball. He's got you know, to work on those kind of things. And I think a perfect example of that, when they were doing the two-minute situation the other day, Deshaun tried to throw two balls down the middle of the field, and he was a bit high on both. He missed. I mean, Randall had to go up and missed it. Went right through. It went through his fingertips, and they tried to hit Jordan Thomas down the seam, and he, and he threw high there as well. So, those are things that he knows he has to work on. But man, my quarterback is sitting there telling me, "Yeah, I, I look. I this guy was over here. This guy was over here. Those two were open, but I needed to work on this. And they were in this coverage, and so I felt like this is a good time to hit it." Man, I've got a really smart quarterback. Yeah, and I feel really good about it. At that the point old, too. The older he gets, the more experience he mm-hmm. gets. Yep. Uh, there's just going to be a lot of leeway, a lot of mm-hmm. autonomy for Deshaun Watson at the line of scrimmage. And OB is still involved. Like, he's practically in the huddle, but he's not. You get the feeling it's just for communication purposes. He's just monitoring everything. Yeah. Um, and Kelly's calling the plays. I thought from the sideline, though, versus behind the offense, I was curious about that. And he said, you know, I like to talk to the defense, too. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, coach. Are you talking trash to the defense during practice? He might be. I don't know. He might be. He's a competitive guy. But, no, I think he's – I think what he's asking, he wants to know what coverage they were in. Hey, what were y'all doing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, were you guys in four? Were you guys Were you guys in man-free? You know, I think, he's, I think that's part of it. He wants to see that part, too. But – I think that, hey, that's smart. Yeah. That's I, really bright. Absolutely. I mean, to try and get a feel for, you know, it's, it's testing you too. I mean, even I know for me, when I, when I sit down and I start watching, I started watching game tape, it would be very helpful to have somebody next to me going, hey, this, this looks like quarters, but that safety's, that safety's cheating up a little bit. Is this, is this middle of the field closed? Like have mm-hmm. somebody confirm that. Right. And I was watching, uh, the reason I got to thinking about that, was I was watching a film session with Eddie Jackson and Eddie Jackson's safety for the Bears, and they were they pulled Thank up you. a play that Eddie Jackson came up and made a run. Uh, he made a run stuff. He the tackle for a loss. It looked like he was. It looked like a run blitz because he just took off and he turned to them and they were asking him, "Yeah, what's his blitz call? What do you?" And he goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "This was actually quarters," and he said, "I just took a chance." because of the way they were lined up and I was supposed to be in a quarters coverage back there but I saw what they were what they were in I looked I read the lineman I knew it was run so I just took off like a shot and I that's that, you know because I see that a lot you know just watching like I think it's a certain coverage but is it and so right. t- you know Tim sitting there and, I, and he can just yell out to the defense hey what were y'all in Hey, that yeah. was cover two, guys. Hey, we, we should be doing this right. against cover two. We, why, why are we running that against cover two? Now, you have a pretty good idea when you're standing back there and seeing it, but sometimes you've got the off the line moving, you've got all kinds of things, and you don't have eyes in the sky either. And that's where right. you get the best view of what the defense is but looking at. You get at. that later. But you get that later on. Now, well, I, we could help. I'm up here high, John. Yeah. If he wants to consult me, I'll be like, yeah, coach, uh, yeah, throw the ball downfield. You know who likes your perch, by the way? Who? Bill O'Brien. Oh, so yes. The other day he said something, but the music was blaring and yeah. I didn't hear it. So, so over he it was after one of the drills, and I was standing over here, and he started kind of walking towards me, and I'm on the sideline. And I'm uh, I had just finished the live show, so mm-hmm. I'm just kind of standing there watching. It was they they were catching punts, and he, he looked over there and he yelled something to me, and I was like I was like huh, and then he started walking towards you, 
And he was like, Vandy, you don't play by play up there or what? You telling everybody this is a crappy practice right now? Because it is, but we'll turn it around. We got time to turn it around. He said that. And he kind of looked at me. He kind of looked at me. He was like, we'll turn it around. I'm like, yeah, right. coach, I wasn't Man. saying anything like that. We, we okay? were on the air. Yeah, no, we're we were on the air at the time. I didn't have the headset on, but <laughs> no, I couldn't hear him, and I felt bad. I know, you know? I know. I know, it's funny because to hear coach, him say it louder, you're 50 yards away. <laughs> to hear him better, I actually took my mask off. I'm like, this has no logic whatsoever. <laughs> but I feel like when I'm talking to people, and that's what the mask is for. But I feel like the communication is so bad with a mask on, yeah. and a mask and sunglasses, you might oh, as well be the it. Unabomber. Forget I mean, it. seriously, it's like, it. hi, can I have you? Know, you know, you go into a store with a mask and sunglasses, it looks like a holdup. You know, you just, I'm not used to this, Johnny. It's oh. very difficult. Well, I felt bad the other day. I was walking uh, in the, I was walking in the building and I was walking down the way and a couple guys come at me and I recognize one, I can't remember who it was, but then I see the other one. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, Darren Fells? Oh, because he had the mask on. Yeah. But it wasn't Darren Fells. But it was just, I by the, who was by, it? It was Roger Johnson. Jeez, that's so. But I wasn't looking at body type. Rod slimmed down, but, but, but I wasn't looking at body type. That wasn't the thing I was oh. looking at. I was looking at hair. Yeah, and they've got very similar kind of, uh, kind of losing it a little bit upstairs. Okay. And as soon as I got out of my mouth, I realized no, that's not there, and that's that's Rod. But yeah. the, at first glance, with the mask on, it's tough. I see eyes, and I see the top of the head, and I'm like, okay, that's that's Darren Fells, and. Realized, no, 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 that's Rod. You know, it's, Rod. I was talking to Brad Sham. Name drop. Thank you. Fine. Uh, Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, I just thought, and I, I apologize about the name dropping, but, you know, this is part <laughs> of the sports fan in me because, you know, Sham was in this league when I was in college. Yeah. He was doing games. He was on the sideline for the catch, Joe Montana, you know, ripping yeah. the hearts out of the Cowboys fans. Thank you for doing that, 49ers. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I like Brad, and he was a sideline reporter then. He's been the play-by-play announcer forever. He's 71 years old. And he's like, I was talking to Merrill uh, this, this morning, Merrill Reese of the yeah. Eagles. And I'm thinking, geez, it's like, it's like hearing from Mount Olympus, these guys. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he was saying, you know, it's tough for us because, you know, you're, you're down there in Tier 2. Yeah. And, by the way, the reason why I'm not, is because I got to be around other people too more than you do yeah. apparently, and uh, we have very limited spots. We had one spot for a football analyst person, and it was there was no doubt it was going to be you. Uh, and that's that's all across the league right now, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So, and Johnny will travel with the team and do all those things. But anyway, uh, Brad was saying, and he's right. It's it's hard to get to know these guys. Yeah, you know, you is. can't get to know these these rookies. And you know, I still have not met David Johnson, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks mm-hmm. in person. But I did do private zooms with them. Yeah. Which sounds really bad when you word it that way. <laughs> Zoom interviews with them. Private zooms. Zoom be a interviews. Thing? You know what? Mm, entre- uh, you know, some entrepreneurial spirit could hear that and go. Hmm. Private Zoom rooms. Private, yeah, it no, sounds bad though. It, it's, it's probably, private is a bad word. It's probably word worse some... than it actually sounds, to be honest. With you. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could say an exclusive one-on-one yeah. Zoom. I mean, you could you could yeah, say that. Exclusive Zooms, but I, you know, it's it's interesting because I've I've thought about that too, Mark. You know, one of the 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 perks, if you will, about being with an NFL team is that you do get to know the coaches, you do get to know the players. Yeah. A little bit. They see you. They recognize you. You can chit chat. You know. You know about their families and you know how's everybody doing. I mean, I was just walking out today and saw you know Kush the other day. I was walking in. I saw Brian. I was asking him how his boys are doing because I can only imagine what it's what it's like going through this whole thing with with two Cushing boys that I know his wife has had to deal with this entire time. And I know that's got to be 
that's got to be hard as all get out. And so I was asking about it. He kind of chuckles. Yeah, they're doing okay. You know, but they're it, doing okay. I'm here get, and I don't have to deal with it, so it's yeah. fine. But but you get to know these guys a little bit, and mm-hmm. I started thinking about that. If there's any, is there any negative to all this? It's it's that. Yeah, it's that, that you personal. really don't get a chance to kind of you know make that connection. And you know, I don't want to. I want to talk to the players at some point and just kind of chat with them about stuff. But I don't really want to be you know within six feet of them no, either. You can't in some, do that in some respects. So it's like yeah. It's kind of a weird. It's a very weird, a very weird thing uh, from that perspective. And you know, even the second year guys, you think about it because with rookies, we don't spend a lot of time with the rookies, anyways. I mean, how much time do we get you don't, with the rookies? Great point. You don't None. get to know the rookies until year two, and I yeah. always say it's year three when they really come out of their shell. Now, Justin Reed was out of his shell from day one. Yeah, okay, yeah. he's just that kind of guy. There yeah. are certain guys who are he like that, it. super bright and super gregarious you know they're going to be that way from day one and they might break that o'brien rookie protocol which was a lot more stringent in the earlier years i get the feel don't you don't you think so yeah kind of sort i think it has to do with the guys they've drafted where they trust them because remember when titus got drafted day after he's drafted they put him alone at the podium with all the houston media in there and that would handle it yeah exactly because titus can handle it and i think the guys they've they've drafted could absolutely i think they could absolutely handle it but but yeah it's the second year guys that you i mean you almost a year three and like hey who are you but year one of o'brien i mean all right lewis Nix obviously <laughs> did not work out as a player but he had all this great social media stuff and we wanted to like get into that right away with him he's like uh i'm just here to help the team try to be a good teammate and that's it <laughs> yeah and fedorowitz as well you know we kind of yeah. got to know fedorowitz as he was here and that that was a highly unfortunate ending to his career with the sudden retirement due to concussion so uh it's just one of those things anyway you know we, yesterday afternoon speaking of fedorowitz yeah i went back don't, I, I don't know why I, oh it's because i was watching hard knocks i was watching mm-hmm. our hard knocks season and I, I don't know why, but I was inspired to go back and watch that Monday night football game. And with NFL Game Pass, you can go back all the way to 2009 with games. And Which so, Monday night game? The Bengals? So the Bengals, 2015 game. He and didn't play in that, though. He did play in that. He did? He did. He has a big catch across the middle. Uh, TJ just throws a laser across the No, it was Hoyer. It was Hoyer because they ended up getting a field goal on his drive. He catches one, and I just remember seeing him catch it and just kind of lumber downfield, and I thought – Man, that was a much bigger loss than, oh, gosh. than yes. maybe even we knew at the time. You know, he's coming off that huge year in 2016 where he has, you know, 54 catches or whatever, and, and he's a weapon. And then mm-hmm. 2017, obviously, has a concussion, so he plays two or three times. But watching him in 2015, he hadn't really made his mark yet. He only made one catch. But, boy, he was a good blocker. I mean, at the line of scrimmage, he would knock your block off. And he was developing as a receiver. Had that big catch in the Sunday night comeback against the Colts. And he was really coming around. The tight ends had the record reception year in 2016 because Brock wouldn't throw the ball to anybody else. <laughs> but, look, they did what they did. And, because, you know, when, it, when a certain p- uh, position doesn't work out like that, yeah. then you have to draft to compensate, exactly. right? And that's why these guys are here, right? right? Spend and, a third on Jordan Aiken, spend a sixth on yeah. Jordan Thomas, spend a third on Kahale Waring. Right. I mean, if you've got Fedorowicz, at least as your basis and foundation, maybe you make one of those picks. Maybe one. Maybe one. Yeah. But you don't have to invest as much as you have. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we saw that with the offensive line, too. I mean, think about oh, you know, gosh. from 2014 going forward with uh, 
you know, the starting line you had in 14, then Chris moves out, mm-hmm. Ben moves in after mm-hmm. 2015. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, 2015, then Brandon Brooks moves on, then Ben Jones moves on. And now you look up and it's like, whoa, we now have to put a lot of resources into this offensive line. And they have, but, you know, because you had some attrition and you had some injuries and because you had a player or two that didn't develop the way that you needed them to, right. i.e. Xavier Sofilo, you're holding the bag in 2017 going, man, we've got this dynamic threat at quarterback and we've got Bruno Giacomini at right tackle. Yeah. So you then sink the resources into it and you get it right. You know, and so now you don't have to sink as many resources. You can take a fourth rounder at Charlie Heck that can be a young guy that you don't need right away to perform. You just need him to learn every single day, be available every single day, and and mature at a at a reasonable pace. You're not thrown into the fire um, in a year in which you've had all this COVID stuff. You don't have to throw him into the fire. You got the top. You got your five guys up front. You know, you know what's missing from this camp, by the way. And I want to get into a little fifty-three talk, and we had a little bit of that yesterday, but. We discussed it, and we went over that practice squad with the 16 players on the practice squad, oh, four yeah. protected. So you're really dealing with a 57-man roster because you mm-hmm. never have to expose those guys you're going to put on the practice squad in that four protected group to the waiver wire. Yeah. No one's going to get a whiff at them. So you're really protecting those guys, and it's it, it takes away from some of the position battles. You know what it's like? I always say it's Dick Vitale predicting the NCAA tournament. You know, I always use that metaphor. Yeah. Or that analogy, rather. Yeah. It's a metaphor and an analogy. Anyway, it's kind of like when you have that first four tournament in the NCAA now. Dayton. It takes away from the fun of naming your 60. It used to be 65 because you had one play-in game in Dayton. It was weird. But now you have that first four tournament. It's like, you know, the bubble teams, it's just not as much fun. Right. And the bubble players, for content purposes, might not be as much fun, but it's great for their employment opportunities. And it's great for the team, too, because you have guys who can certainly help you win football games, and you're going to need them this year. I still say, though, that with the lack of positives around the league, when – all these, if all 32 teams really handle their business well, the games are going to be relatively, I can't say meaningless in terms of COVID contact because of the travel aspect and being in a hotel yep. and maybe a little bit on the plane, but I would doubt that because that plane's going to be fumigated. Oh, yeah. So I think that they'll be pretty well protected COVID-wise as long as they individually, the players, handle their business when they're away from the building in their regular lives. Yeah, and you hope they do that. Yeah. You hope they do that. I know it's kind of been in stages. It was interesting because when the NFL just came out with the schedule, like, hey, we're going, we're going as planned. July 25th, the Texans are reporting, the Chiefs are reporting, and everybody's going to report on time. We've, agree- we've come to an agreement. The NFL and NFLPA, this is how we're going to do it. And they came up with all this plan. And there was, you know, I don't say vitriol, but there was, oh, there's no way. Why are they reporting on time? They can't do that. And then they reported on time. Mm-hmm. They're going to have so many tested positive. They're all going to be in the same building. They're all going to infect each other. And then they started doing some OTA stuff or conditioning stuff and OTA stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, wait, wait when they put on pads. When they put on pads and they start hitting, you know, that, that's when you're going to get a bunch of cases. And they've had one case in the last throughout the entire league in the last week. It is true, And everybody's though. hitting now. Yeah, it, everybody's hitting now. And it is true, though, that one or two positives – could really spoil the whole bunch. Oh, yeah. One bad apple could spoil the whole bunch. Oh, yeah. And not that, you know, it's a judgment thing, but if uh, if you get it, if one player gets it, obviously it can spread quickly, and you hope that's not the case. You know, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, Bill O'Brien's going to meet with the media before practice, and we're going to carry that live for you. It'll be around nine ten or so as the coach 
shows up on a Zoom call. We'll carry those comments live. It'll be interesting to hear from him after a day off. And John McClain's going to join us next from the Houston Chronicle. Jalen Watkins a little bit later. Landry's camp questions. That's coming up at the end of our program right before In the Loop. So we got it going on here. We are outside at the Houston Methodist Training Center. It's Texans Training Camp Live presented by Xfinity. More from Training Camp is on the way on Texans Training Camp Live. Presented by Tired of Xfinity. searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. We believe your personal style makes your house a home. Discover incredible styles, selection, and quality at a price to fit any budget. Ashley Home Store has just the looks and options you need. Explore totally different styles and trends all in one place. Finding the perfect furniture and home decor makes it easy for you to create a home you love to live in. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store, proud partner of the Houston Texans. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just 24575 Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. Calling all superheroes. At the Felton Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelchins families come in all shapes and sizes. They're single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. The Pelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. I'm Cynthia Nunez-Colbert, President and CEO of Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. This is our story. Prior to February, Catholic Charities was doing our normal business. I can tell you, every day I know, we make a difference. But then came March. We were wondering how we'd make it. We had to look carefully at our budget, at our resources, and thankfully applied for a PPP loan. I'll tell you, it's made all the difference. Thank you, Emma G. Bank. Emma G. Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. 
Houston NFL Holdings LP. All rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. July's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to Houston Fire Department firefighter and EMT Joshua Templeton. For the past seven years, Templeton has gone above and beyond to serve the Houston community. During Hurricane Harvey, he went door by door on a boat for three days straight, helping and rescuing those in need. And he has continued to dedicate his life to serving the Houston community and ensuring everyone's safety during this challenging time. The Houston Texans and Apache would congratulate him for being our July Star of Courage. There's a lot of information and misinformation being shared about COVID-19. Houston Methodist wants to share the facts. COVID-19 is a serious and potentially deadly illness, and you can infect others, including loved ones, without even knowing it. But it's also avoidable if we each do our part. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Stay six feet apart. Keeping Houston safe is a team effort. Together, we can make our city healthy and vibrant again. Visit HoustonMethodist.org slash COVID. Texans training camp news. Inside the bubble, practice report. Day four of Texans practice in the books. No J.J. Watt out there again, but that means opportunity for Charles Amenehue, who's been taking a lot of Watt snaps and has looked very, very good. Opportunity knocking for young players as well. Isaiah Coulter, the rookie receiver, making some big plays. Cornerback John Reed, another rookie, looking like a veteran in some of the drills as well. Rough day for Karan Higdon, who fumbled near the goal line on a drill and then was stopped twice at the goal line a little later in practice. Next practice at the Methodist Training Center comes up this morning. We got you covered here on Sports Radio 610. We are inside the bubble at Texans Training Camp. Ready. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Radio 610. Radio 610. Radio 610. This is Justin Reed. And this is picked off by Reed, and he's going to score. And you're listening to Texans Radio. Mark Vandermeer, John Harris with you at the Houston Methodist Training Center, Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. I was talking to our engineer, Chain, and you know what? I didn't even know we were coming back, but the alarm in my head went off, Johnny. I'm like a quarterback. And I can feel that pass rush coming even when oh, I yeah. don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I know I know the break is ending. I just feel it. You're good that way, yeah. That's that's what it is. I can now I not all right, radio brag in three, two, one. Just from all my days back timing into the network news at the top of the hour, things like that. Yeah. I could tell I could time three minutes for you like within five seconds, just standing still. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm sure I can. Most radio people can. You uh, yeah, know, you've I'm recorded sure you so many 60s and done so many lives. Uh, most radio, I'm not, this, it's not a brag, really, because, like, everybody in radio can do that. Uh, all right, let's, the general's on with us, I would imagine, right? I think he is. We got him, Ben? We have John McClain from the Houston Chronicle and Texas Sports Nation. I don't know. Maybe well, at, You know what's a word in the radio business? I learned, speaking of radio business, you know what today is? Today's my 13th anniversary starting in this business. No. Yeah. August 20th, 2007. I remember that because I hated you guys mm-hmm. at that other station that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I probably hated you too, in some yeah. sense. <laughs> no, but I liked you, Johnny, because you were on Sports yeah. Radio 610 back in the days when I yeah. first started on the station doing the 9 to 11 shift. Mm-hmm. That's right. I did 9 to 11 by myself from out of the market. How did that go? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I had a good time. But Johnny we used to visit and talk college football with the morning yeah. crew, and that was good. I mean, you were real. I was like, this this guy really knows what he's talking about. Jeez, yeah. what does he do? Going all the way back to 98. That you were doing that since 98? 98. And okay. then I did it with the morning show from then starting in 2002 
moving forward. I remember I was in studio one day. I had come in studio actually that, that weekend that I was finding out about that that radio station. And I was leaving the studio, and you were walking in. And I thought it was the coolest thing to have met you. Like, oh, man, I know a play-by-play. I know, wow, I met Mark. I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing that I met you. And now, I, and now you're really disappointed. And I still think it's really cool. I'm, no, I'm not disappointed Let's Let's get to the general. John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. General, what do you make of this bubble idea for the postseason that Sean Payton has? Any legs to that whatsoever? Do you really need it at this point? Although maybe you will down the line. What do you think? Well, first of all, uh, I thought it was an honor to meet both of you guys. And well, thank uh, you, John. <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, there's no way of knowing. What if they don't have a bunch of positive tests? What if regular season is like it is in preseason and have a minuscule amount? Why in the world would you want to bubble? And when he says bubble, he's talking about what they're doing at training camp. They're the only team doing it where every player is in a hotel. You know, every team has the option. Every team has a preseason hotel where most rookies want to be because they don't have places to live, and then the veterans want to go home. Some veterans, if they're moving or something like that, they've given up their place in off season. They need to get another one. They stay in a hotel till camp's over. But uh, I, I think, you know, uh, as long as they play 16 games, they're not going to be letting any more teams in the playoffs. Baseball – course has 16 and they're talking about having a bubble in in california but the term bubble you know what they do in the nba that's a bubble but i can't imagine taking an nfl team and if you go to the super bowl you got to be in a hotel and you can't leave only if there's a big outbreak of positive tests after they start playing against each other but considering how few of them have tested positive it doesn't look like if you bleed and sweat and spit on each other, that if the guy's not positive, you don't have to worry about it other than the ordinary getting bled, spat, and sweated on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't have house parties going on like in college, you're not going to end up with these clusters of COVID because it feels like every university got together and says, yeah, let's throw a house party, and then 35 positives on campus. Uh, duh. And by the way, John, the very first time I ever did radio with you, uh, I was really, really intimidated, and you made me feel right at home. So just wanted you to know that uh, for future reference. Anyhow, that said. Thank you. That's the way I felt with Mark. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Right. Trust me. Uh, Mark, or John, we're about five days in, six days in to what we've seen of them in practice. They obviously were going for about a week and a half prior to. If you can, what have you seen as a positive surprise i guess surprise might be a little strong but just something that's pleased you that maybe you weren't expecting on the positive side and then give me one on the other side something that you were maybe expecting to happen that hasn't that has maybe been a little bit disappointing to start camp uh i'm writing a column for sunday and i'm gonna ask bill o'brien about this today because he'll never admit it tell me one starting job that's available Mm. one there's not one They've never had this kind of stability. And most of their backup jobs are settled because they've got veterans and they don't have a lot of draft choices to step in. So that's the thing, and I'm writing Sunday. Bill O'Brien has more stability than he's ever had. And I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying they don't have positions up for grabs. Last year, at this time, they still didn't know who their, their left tackles, Julian Davenport, right tackle, Chantrell Henderson. They didn't know if Titus Howard's going to play right, left, or guard, if Max Sharping 
was going to play right guard or center, and now they don't have any worries. And so I guess depth is always something they look for, but if they had to play Sunday, this team would be in good shape. They've lost one guy for the season, Duke Ejiofor, who was out last season, and they're, they're taking it easy on a lot of players as they ramp up with their own schedule to get them in football shape. But I think this team is in good position now when they finally have their scrimmage that Bill O'Brien told us about. Maybe they'll get somebody hurt. I think the big question mark, not in the offensive line or wide receiver, only injuries are an issue at wide receiver. Top three tight ends are set. Two running backs are set. Really, the defensive line is set. It's just a matter of who's going to get playing time off the bench. The four linebackers are set with John Grenard and John Martin and Dylan Cole and Peter Calambaya as the backups. There's a lot of corners, I guess, figuring out who's going to play by with Bradley Roby. Is it going to be Lonnie Johnson, Jr., Gary Hunt Conley? Conley's battered injuries. But to me, the big question mark is Eric Murray. I wrote about him two days ago. He's looked good out here. He plays up. He plays back. He plays he can play nickel, you know, he's played corner, and he's going to be, he should be a really good guy on special teams, but he has not been a regular starter on another team. So they gave him starters money. To me, Eric Murray, last line of defense, is the only question I have up to this point. Even if, you know, John Weeks, the greatest snapper in NFL history, Kaimi Fairbairn, and uh, Brian Anger back after a great year. They're set there as well. And the return, maybe returns Kiki QT instead of DeAndre Carter. So this team is basically set, but Bill will never admit that, of course. Well, the tight end situation, John, I think that against certain matchups, that would affect playing time and maybe who's on the field first. But I get what you mean about the starters. And along those lines, Jordan Thomas, what do you make of what he might be able to contribute this year after missing last year being on IR, then finally getting on the field, but one catch, and it was kind of a throwaway year for him? He's been a big, the biggest surprise out here to me because I thought he and Kahali Waring would be battling each other for that third spot. But Waring, you know, you can't make the club in the tub. The top three tight ends, to me, have left him, and he doesn't have – preseason to prove himself and Thomas of all the players and there weren't high expectations for Jordan Thomas coming in out of shape last year then getting hurt then contributing so little while Darren Fells emerged and Jordan Aikens in his second year so he they're going to make it tougher on Tim Kelly about how to use them when to throw with them the Texans have a lot of offensive weapons you know, they ran the ball fewer times last season than any time in O'Brien's career and because the emphasis went to Sean Watson wisely, and I'm sure Tim Kelly will do that again. The biggest problem they have, and I've told you those guys before, and I know you agree, the biggest problem, there's only one football for the passing game. Yeah, I mean, that's true. On the other side of the ball, John, Zach Cunningham is the guy going into his fourth year. It feels like the Texans definitely want to keep – him around try and maybe get a contract extension to him how important does he become to this defense now he's into his fourth year next to Bernard McKinney you know it's interesting um outside linebackers because the the pass rushers and three fours are more important than inside linebackers so a lot of teams are not putting money 
in the inside linebackers, but McKinney is signed two years ago, his extension. Cunningham is in the last year of his contract. We want to keep him. Deshaun Watson's contract is a top priority, and I still believe they'll get him before the season starts. And then Cunningham, you know, if he runs out, he's going to be a free agent or he's going to be sign a deal in the offseason, or he could be franchised next year. But he's very valuable. You know, no linebacker they have can cover like he does. He doesn't, he doesn't rush much because they don't want him to. He, he's not a linebacker that makes tackles in the secondary. He makes them in the backfield at the line of scrimmage. And uh, they love their inside linebackers, both second-round picks. And, and uh, I think they'll get a done, deal done with him, but not before Watson. John, thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you out here. My pleasure, guys. I'm seeing you up there on your perch right now. Thank you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, John McClain for the Houston Chronicle and Texas Sports Nation. Next up, well, Johnny made a prediction. I'm wondering how he's feeling about it right now. We'll talk about that. Today, let's break down the DBs. Jalen Watkins will be on. Bill O'Brien's going to join the program. Well, not really join the program, join the media, but we'll carry it live. Uh, within the next half hour. It's all coming up on Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Who's looking good? Who'll need to step up? How's the depth chart looking? The answers are right here on Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands, like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. Texans training camp news now. Inside the bubble, practice report. Day four of Texans practice in the books. No J.J. Watt out there again, but that means opportunity for Charles Amenehu, who's been taking a lot of Watt snaps and has looked very, very good. 
opportunity knocking for young players as well. Isaiah Coulter, the rookie receiver, making some big plays. Cornerback John Reed, another rookie, looking like a veteran in some of the drills as well. Rough day for Karan Higdon, who fumbled near the goal line on a drill and then was stopped twice at the goal line a little later in practice. Next practice at the Methodist Training Center comes up this morning. We got you covered here on Sports Radio 610. We are inside the bubble at Texans Training Camp. Ready. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. More Texans Radio is on the way. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com community. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our picks for six? <laughs> it's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the picks for six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's Houston. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Calling all superheroes. At the Pelton Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelchins families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. The Pelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl of the Texas Bowl, of the Texas Bowl. Keep up with the Houston Texans everywhere you go. Download the Texans mobile app. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Texans Training Camp Live presented by Xfinity. Now, let's break down the secondary here, Johnny, because I've got some questions for you. Okay. And one notable thing about this group is... There are no rookies other than John Reed, and you drafted him. Correct. I mean, usually you feel like you've got hot and cold rookies, you know, cornerbacks. Joe McGillicuddy from Popcorn State <laughs> is trying to make it as an undrafted free agent. What do you think? You know, like you have yeah. guys like that, and you don't have that this year because limited numbers, mm-hmm. and they like the experience. So let me throw some names at you, okay. and, and we got to go quick here because, yeah. oh, my Fire. gosh, it's so there's so many guys. All right, Justin Reed. 
He's the man in the secondary. He controls everything back there, and you can tell in year three he has taken it upon himself, as he should, because he's got the, I would say, the most experience, but he just understands everything in that back end. And I think that I think having BMAC and Zach at linebacker and Justin Reed in the back gives Anthony Weaver a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence. Justin Reed has played this, this camp like he's trying to prove something, and I don't know what he's got to prove because last year he played with a torn labrum mm-hmm. all year and played at such a high level. This year he could break out even further. I'd like to see him create turnovers a little bit more, but he's the unquestioned leader in that secondary, no doubt. Bradley Roby. Love the speed. He can match up with a guy like Tyreek Hill. He can play in the slot. He plays outside. There were games last year where he was just on it. The Patriots game, he was incredible. Uh, And that's the kind of play that we've got to have. I feel like just listening to him and just seeing him in the hallways, he's a completely different dude than he was a year ago at this time. A year ago at this time, he was still in that, I got to prove myself, I got to prove myself. He's well beyond that. He is, I think, really comfortable here mm-hmm. in Houston being a quiet leader. And you can just see more joy in his face. I mean, he just yeah. he feels very comfortable, and it looks like he's very happy to be here. And I like seeing that with Bradley Roby. Not on that one-year tryout deal. Exactly. Gary Conley has been a bit banged up, but he's coming back. Yeah, he'll, he'll come back. And when you see Gary on, you just see everything you want in a corner. Length, uh, size, speed, can run. He quietly had a very good second half of the year once he got here. He made a key play in the game against the Jags in London. Uh, I talked to him uh, a couple weeks ago uh, during media day, and he just kind of a quiet guy, just kind of goes about his business, but he's really close with Roby. Mm-hmm. You know, he was Roby's little brother at Ohio State yep. when Roby was a senior and, or junior, and he was a freshman coming in. So that, that comfortability, I think, really helped Gary on. And I think he'll we'll see more of that this year. He'll play on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. That's his spot. He'll play at a perimeter corner. And you've got Conley and Roby, and I'm sure one guy you're going to ask me about in just a little bit. All right, what about Lonnie Johnson? Yeah, exactly. He thought he might be a safety. That's the prediction I was talking about. But yeah. uh, right now, not happening, it appears. But what do you think? Well, I, yeah, I, I've always said that I think that he will eventually go to safety. But I hope what he does is he makes a pit stop at defensive back. Hmm. And what I mean by that is – well, is he a corner or is he a safety? Yes. <laughs> so he can do DB. a lot of different things. So he becomes your game plan chess piece. So how much of this game plan this week can we have Lonnie on a tight end? How much can we move Lonnie down into the box? Can Lonnie play the nickel? Um, or I'm sorry, the inside slot receiver as the nickel. Um, is he going to be your dime linebacker when you go dime, which is a spot that guys like Eddie Pleasant have played before? Um, that's a great spot uh, for him, depending on what you have behind him. So, uh, to me, Lonnie is a is a perfect chess piece uh, in this whole defense. And to have a guy like that, I think, is hugely valuable. Eventually, eventually, he will go to safety. But I think this year, he just plays defensive back, and he plays a lot of different spots. Eric Murray. I like what I've seen from Murray thus far. I still hear people banging on Eric Murray about, oh, the contract, and oh, he's a backup player, this, and they're having to rely on a guy that's never started before. I, I, I understand the trepidation, but you can't have all 46 players having experience at some point. Right. Starting experience, I mean, you're bringing back, you know, seemingly a boatload of starters or at least guys that have had experience in this offense, and you've added a couple of veterans in Cooks and Cobb. That, that probably will start at some point. But for the most part, defensively, you're kind of in run-it-back mode, except for that one spot at safety. And I think Eric Murray, with his ball skills, mm. I think he gives him a great chance to create even more turnovers because he can cover. He's not a tremendous cover guy because he would then be a corner if he were that. 
but he does have the ability to cover. He understands breaking on the ball, making uh, plays on the ball. I think he's going to help generate turnovers back there. Obviously, it remains to be seen when you go into full mode tackling. I remember Raheem Moore came here in 15, and it was like he couldn't tackle his own shadow. So we'll see whether Eric oh, is at least able to tackle, um, and that will happen on September 10th. He's going to have to. But at least with Justin Reed back there, you feel pretty good about what you have at safety. You throw Murray back there and say, okay, complement one another. And I think they do. And Justin Reed talked about that. Eric Murray talked about that. They do complement each other. As Justin said, thunder and lightning. Vernon Hargraves. He's your inside corner. He's the guy going to play inside. I think, you know, with Tampa Bay drafted him, they thought, okay, we could play him on the outside. And they realized, nah, he's not, not really a fit. I mean, he's not the biggest guy in the world. But for matching up against the slot receivers the Texans are going to see, I think Vernon Hargraves is the right guy. He's now comfortable in this defense. He knows the defense. He knows what's asked of him. He made some big plays for us last year at certain spots. So I think he's going to end up being that inside guy at least until John Reed comes along and Mm -hmm. and shows that John can maybe do that. And maybe at one point, John's a little bit bigger and thicker than I thought he was just seeing him up close. So I think John could eventually play outside if they needed him to. But I think they wanted John to be an inside guy. But between John Reed and Vernon Hargraves, I think you got the inside spot man pretty well. All right, thumbnails on the rest. Jalen Watkins. You know, it's going to be tough back at safety if Eric Murray makes his squad. Jalen's going to have to make his mark on special teams. But he has corner experience. He played corner a little bit at Florida. Uh, and September 10th is going to be a big game to him because he's going to face his brother, Sammy Watkins. What about Michael Thomas? I think that I was asked about Michael Thomas yesterday. I think Michael Thomas is going to be your key special teams guy, mm-hmm. and whatever you get from him at safety is gravy. Well, what about A.J. Moore, though? He's making plays out here at safety. And, and I think that's why, because A.J. Moore has made a ton of plays. A.J., at the end of last year, was getting on the defense in dime, and, and dime situations. I think he had a big play in the Buffalo game where there was a sack or a TFL when he went into that spot. They can rely on him, and his play has gotten better and better. I really wouldn't be surprised if A.J. Moore got in that safety rotation out in the defense. All right, we'll do the rest of the guys next. And also, Watkins, we'll hear from Jalen Watkins, who caught up with DP. Bill O'Brien live in the next segment, so you don't want to miss that as he meets with the media this morning. And I've got a depth question. I I think it's if you're going to seek outside help, I think this is the position group where it could possibly happen. No guarantees, of course, but where it could possibly happen. Because you know a cut-down day is coming, and everyone's going to go shopping. Everyone's going to look through the clearance rack to see if they can find that one gem, and very often it works out for you. So let's get into all that and more next as Texans Training Camp Live presented by Xfinity continues. More on the latest from Training Camp is next on Texans Radio. My name is Arturo Vargas, owner and president of Cristina's Mexican Restaurant. This is our story. We have faced many challenges, but on this pandemic, this was something bigger than all of us. That's when Amigy came and had the answers. They reached out to me on a Saturday morning, got the account open, the application in. Tuesday it was approved, and they were funded by Wednesday. Thank you to Amigy Bank from all of us at Cristina's and all of our families. Amigy Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A. Member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. 
After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. NextGen Stats, powered by AWS. Modern Modernization Today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like Wi-Fi booster crystals. Let their metaphysical powers enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco. To those working in critical infrastructure sectors, we thank you. Your tireless dedication to overcoming challenges and executing essential projects is keeping Houston connected, safe, and online. At Burns & McDonnell, we're proud to support frontline workers in managing the current crisis while moving forward together. BurnsMCD.com slash Texans. That's BurnsMCD.com slash Texans. This is Texans Radio. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Standout performance in all the right moves. This is Bill O'Brien, head coach of the Houston Texans. I'm not talking football. I'm talking about the BMW 2 Series Grand Coupe. With its twin power turbo technology, highly responsive handling, complimentary scheduled maintenance for three years or 36,000 miles, you'll always go for the long drive. BMW the official luxury car of the Houston Texans. Take advantage of exceptional offers today. Visit HoustonBMWDealers.com for details. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Okay, so maybe we're new to home improvement. But we're determined. So when it came to finding the perfect floor at the perfect price, our contractor gave us an insider tip. 
And whoa! At Floor & Decor, we shop the same incredible selection as real-life designers and contractors. And I appreciated the budget-friendly prices. Now, thanks to Floor & Decor, we're unstoppable. Oh yeah, we found where the pros go. Explore Floor & Decor in person or online at floorandecor.com. Transocean loves Houston, and Houston loves football. From Friday night lights to Texans game day, everybody rallies around football. But behind the scenes of every game is another great Houston institution, oil. It takes a company like Transocean to unlock this valuable resource from the deepest depths and farthest reaches around the globe. As the lead offshore driller, they've tackled every challenge head-on and have the stats to back it up. Transocean is service-focused, data-driven, and performance-oriented. Check them out at deepwater.com. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. KILT, KILT FM HD2 Houston. Radio.com Sports Station. And your home of the Houston Texans. Rock and roll. Houston Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Radio 610. Radio 610. Texans training camp is underway. Get all the breaking news, updates, interviews, and more right now at HoustonTexans.com. Now back to Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity and by Geico and Papa John's Houston. Beautiful day here at the Houston Methodist Training Center for Houston Texans Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. And the team is going to be at work on the field right in front of our eyeballs soon enough. They're in the bubble right now, warming up, stretching, activation. You know, activation is a fancy word for stretching. No, they do more than that. But they get ready for practice, then they come out here and do it on the field, and it's going to be a busy day. should be kind of a scrimmage today, if you will, uh, a brand of that. Not, you know, not full out, I don't think. I don't think. I'll let you know, though. We'll let you know as uh, they'll do some of that while we're still on the air. And obviously later, 6 o'clock tonight, Texans All Access. The General John McClain will join us. We'll talk about what we saw today. Uh, Bill O'Brien's going to be live in just a few moments here. And we're going to hear from Jalen Watkins and D.P. Sidhu now. If O'Brien comes up during this, we might bail out of that and just adjust on the fly because you're with us here. We're all in this together at Houston Texans Training Camp. Let's hear from D.P. Sidhu and Jalen Watkins. Jalen, first of all, pleasure to meet you. This is an offseason like no other. You've got a new team, a new city with new coaching staff, new system, and, oh, it's in the middle of a pandemic. So how much was it a challenge for you this offseason just get acclimated to your new teammates? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I've, we've been here two weeks, um, I guess. So if you think about it, my first time seeing a lot of guys were, you know, two weeks ago. Um, I knew Vernon already. Uh, I was drafted the same year as Roby and um, Philip Gaines. So there's some carryover from the past. But yeah, it was, it's new coaches, first seeing coaches for the first time. We all have a mask. So um, a lot of times when they pull their mask down, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, because I'm only seeing about this much. So you really, you really kind of got to, you know, actually interact with people now before when it was kind of just going about your walk, you could see someone, you talk, but now you have to actually go and talk to someone and get to know them. So it's, it's, it's definitely challenging. 
I, I agree. I mean, even if you recognize someone, once they put the mask on, it, you have to do a double oh, take sometimes. And, yeah, for me, it's when they, they take the mask off, because then I've never seen anything below here. So I'm like, oh, that's how you look. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I knew your brother pretty well. Sammy Watkins was here in Houston just a few years ago. Uh, did you do any workouts with him this off season? How much time were you able to spend with him getting ready for the season? Um, with the pandemic going on, he was in Orlando. I stay in Davie, Florida. Um, so I did, uh, was able to go and uh, we did like a small get together for him for his birthday and obviously the Super Bowl. So I got a chance to hang out with him, um, but we didn't get a chance to put in any work. Fortunately in Florida, like all the fields were closed. Everything was just closed. So it was so hard to get anything outside of your home. I haven't had a chance to talk to you since you signed with Houston, but obviously you were a free agent. What went into that decision to sign with the Texans? What made you decide that this was a team that you wanted to play for in 2020? Um, just seeing in the past, you know, being competitive in their division, um, coming from the Chargers, we were competitive, and then coming from Philly, we, we won a Super Bowl. So from looking at the roster and then uh, Coach OB, and just like I said, the last four years they've been in the postseason. So it's something, something good going here, and I wanted to be a part of it sure well you'll still see philip rivers in this division uh how about vernon hargraves uh, you you came from florida mm -hmm. vernon also showed up here this time a little bit later on in the season yeah. with the texans yeah. what was your relationship with him and, and how well did you know him um when i was a going into my senior year um well my junior year we recruited vernon pretty hard so i've seen him a few times on campus and then he finally came my senior year and off the bat, uh, he played. Um, our coach told us he was going to play. And a lot of times, you, you're kind of like, oh, we'll see. And <laughs> first game of the season, he got an interception. Second game of the season, he got an interception. And I was like, okay, he's here to play. And, uh, you know, from that point on, he kind of, you know, started a, a upward trajectory in his career. And uh, it's good to see him back at a new new team, you know, new new establishment. He can start new here. And, and, and I think the coaches like him, and he he, he loves where he's at. Now how about for yourself? What do you think that you can bring to this Texans team? Uh, versatility. I'm a veteran guy. Um, I've been on a winning team before. I uh, played multiple positions on defense, special teams, and just a guy that whatever they ask me to do, uh, I'll be able to handle it. Um, I've kind of shown that in my career, whether it be safety, corner, nickel, dime, kind of impromptu. You know, we're limited now with, with, with the reps. Um, we have about two, three more weeks before we play a game. So, um, those guys who are out there, they need their reps, but that's when someone like me, I've had experience in the past not having any reps and getting in and playing pretty well. So You mentioned a championship team. You were part of the uh, Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles squad. What did you learn from your time with Philly, the run to the Super Bowl? What was different about that team than, than the other teams that you'd been on? Uh, the first two years, we were still trying to find our identity. And then uh, my, my fourth year is when we won the, the Super Bowl. But uh, we had a lot of veteran guys that previously won Super Bowls. When I think back to our roster, um, in my secondary alone in my room, we had three guys that had Super Bowl. Malcolm Jenkins, Chris Maragos, and Corey Graham. And at linebacker, we had one guy, Danielle Ellery. At running back, we had LeGarrette Blunt. At receiver, we had Torrey Smith. So we were surrounded by a lot of guys who had seen it before and knew what it take. And those guys just so happened to be the vocal leaders on the team. And uh, even guys like Brent Selleck, who's been to three NFC championships um, back with McNabb. So it was just a lot of energy, winning energy in there. And uh, I think that's something that we have here um, with, with being in the postseason these last four years. So I'm excited. All right. So year six for you, what are your goals for the 2020 season? Obviously, it's a new team and it's completely different circumstances, a different camp altogether. Mm -hmm. But when you think about what you want to accomplish 
um, as a player, what, what are some of the things that, that come to mind? Just, you know, being ready whenever um, my name called at any one of the positions um, and then being a top contributor on special teams in every phase of the game. But whether it be corner, safety, nickel, money, wherever they put me at, uh, actually producing and, and, and helping us win games opposed to just being out there. So um, I played a little bit last year with the Chargers. Uh, we had some guys go down and they would play well. So just trying to replicate that and help us win some games. All right, so fans don't really know a lot about you. They're not out at camp, so they can't really see you. But uh, what would you like up, up the people in Houston to know about you? What are some of your hobbies? What are, what are some things about Jalen Watkins that people might find interesting? Um, I like to read. I actually started a book club a year ago, but it was on pause. Um, with everything going on, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of tough to ask people to, you know, join my book club. <laughs> so um, it was, but started off, it started off pretty well. Um, we got through maybe two, two to three books, I think. Um, and now I'm doing a financial literacy through my foundation. So um, I like to give back, give back to the community on, on the things that I've learned about my career, um, tangible things like credit and homeownership. So just spreading knowledge that, that I've able, I was able to receive these last six years, whether it be from my peers, coaches, or just people I've met along the way. Jalen Watkins. Now let's hear from head coach Bill O'Brien live with the media. Let's listen in. I do think we have some depth. Uh, I do think that, um, you know, certain positions have a little bit more depth than other positions. I think when you, when you think about starters, you think about, um, you know, different packages, especially on offense and defense, you know, you think about your, your 11 personnel, your 12 personnel. I mean, we have different types of that, if that makes sense. So you, you, you know, you're looking at different tight ends that could be in there and different receivers that could be in there. If you're looking at, uh, excuse me, defense, you're looking at nickel, big nickel, smaller nickel, you're looking at dime, you're looking at base defense. So, you know, when you say starters and things like that, I don't know if we ever look at it that way. You know, certainly we have a starting quarterback, quite obviously, right? But, you know, starting left tackle, we have, you know, certain guys that are definitely, you know, we have a starting defensive end and we have other, you know, starting inside linebackers. But there's other positions that become starters in certain packages, if that makes sense. I have a follow-up, please. How good do you feel about uh, what you just talked about in comparison to, say, your first six seasons? Um, you know, look, I think it, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's a weird year. You know, I think that, um, you know, right now we would be getting ready for our third preseason game. That would be about the timing. And so we're, we're behind when it comes to that, you know, we've got to, and it's not the player's fault. It's just the way it is. I mean, we've got to, we've got to work to get to better shape. We've got to, we've got to really try to do the best job we can of, of, uh, keeping our injury injuries down soft tissue, especially, um, so I think, you know, I think we're behind probably just like a lot of other teams. So I think it's going to be a, the team that can keep the virus out. I think it's going to be the team that can be in the best shape, the team that can improve from week to week. That's that's what you're trying to do. Aaron Wilson. Hey, Bill. Good hey, morning. Good morning. Bill, what did you think about the game day and travel protocols that they released to the teams yesterday? And what were some of your takeaways from that? And I have a follow-up. The travel protocols that the NFL released, you mean? Uh, yeah, that and the game day protocols. Oh, the game day, yeah. At first, I thought you said NBA travel protocols. I was like, I don't think they're traveling. They're in a bubble. <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah, I mean, they're involved, Aaron. They're very involved. Um, I, I really would have a hard time answering it right now because, um, 
you know, Jack and I were going through them last night with our sub program heads and, you know, we're going to have a meeting on, on uh, Saturday about them. Uh, you, you know, everything from who's how many on the sideline to social distancing in the press box to, you know, how should we do the food at the hotel to, you know, only maybe 10 guys on a bus. I mean, it's just, you know, and everything in between. So, uh, just like every other team is dealing with that too, but I think it's it's going to take some it's going to take a lot of hours to really sift through that and make sure we get it right. right. And my follow up is, you guys brought back Darren Phils after he caught seven touchdowns for you guys last year and also blocked really well. What did it mean to you to get him back? And what is it about him at his age that he's able to kind of sustain this high level and have this late career renaissance? Yeah, I mean here, yeah, the, no, here's a guy that. Um, you know, didn't even play college football. I mean, he was a basketball player, you know, really a guy that, that is just a really mature, good person who cares about winning, cares about being a good teammate, and he really works hard to improve. You know, we, we do a lot of things with the tight end, and he came into our system last year, and, and he really learns well. He was able to produce. Deshaun has a lot of confidence in, in him in the passing game. You're right, he's a, he's a technically proficient blocker. Uh, on the edge, which is hard to, you know, that's hard to find at that position. And so, uh, yeah, I'm glad we got, we were able to bring him back. Mark Berman. Hey, Bill, how are you? Hey, Mark, good. I know that you have told us several times you have different wrap-up programs for different players. We haven't seen J.J. Watt out there for a few days. Can you tell us how he's doing, what's going on with him? Yeah, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. You know, he's – I mean, he's played a lot of football, and, and he knows how to play football. He, he, what's important uh, for him and for us is, you know, that he's in great condition and, and uh, you know, that he's ready to go on September 10th. So his ramp-up is, is different than, than uh, anyone else's, and I could say the same thing about, you know, Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks. They're, everybody's ramp-up is a little bit unique. I think in this year, and I know you guys are really – you know, that's a real important part of your job is to see who's out there and all that. But I, I just wouldn't read too much into that uh, moving forward. I really wouldn't. Craig Bailey. No, good morning. Just a quick two-parter about Justin Reed. What does it do for a football team when they know what type of physical pain that he's in last year playing with the labor of injury, and yet he's out there just every week. They're dragging him off, and yet he still comes back. And then, and then the, the second part. He, he really seems to be very vocal as a leader. How much do you enjoy that aspect of his game and his evolution? Yeah, I mean, he's a tough guy. I mean, you you said it. I mean, to, to go out there and play that position with shoulder issues and, and uh, you know, come out of a game and then, you know, have it worked on and then go back into the game in an NFL game, I mean, that just says a lot about Justin Reed. I mean, he's a very tough guy. He's very smart, very athletic. Uh, he played a lot of different positions for us over the years, played know deep part of the field down in the box he's played nickel for us he's he's been the personal protector on the punt team I mean he's just done a lot of things for us and and a lot of that is because of his own uh, mental toughness and physical toughness so yeah he's he's a really valuable part of our team John hey good morning Bill hey morning <laughs> who's this uh, this is Sean oh sorry Sean I'm sorry I didn't see you no worries. No worries. Hey, you meant you made a mention the other day of um, the process of bringing guys in for workouts and how it's a three or four day thing. You got a COVID test them. It's very, very different. 
I'm curious if during this time of year, how that affects decision-making with finding solutions on the roster. Are you more inclined to look at guys that are already here a little bit harder because it's a more cumbersome process? And when the regular season rolls around, I'm going to assume that it's not going to change. Does that make it more difficult during the regular season to find guys? It's definitely challenging. It's definitely different. I think you've got to, you know, with the, with the roster that you have right now, I mean, I, you know, this is basically your team. You know, you're at an 80-man roster, so eventually you've got to get down to 53 plus 16 on the practice squad. So you've got, you know, whatever, 69, 70-man roster at that point. And, you know, so you're looking at your team right now. So when you look at your team, you say, okay, based on injuries maybe or just based on maybe a lack of depth, all right, maybe we need to look at a few guys that are out on the street that we know are good football players, that we know are good guys, you know, not not pains in the ass. It's guys that are good guys that are pick and come in and help us win. You know, I think that that's something that we, we talk about every every week and, and we say, or every day, excuse me, and we say, okay, if we're going to do it, we got to get the guy in now because he's got to test for four days or whatever, three, three negatives before he can even take a physical and work out or even meet with us or even come in the building. So it, it's different uh, than it has been in the past, quite obviously, for obvious reasons. Uh, it's the same for every team. That's the beauty of the NFL. Every every team's working under the same rules, but it's definitely challenging. Hey, Coach, uh, you, you're able oh, to. That's all right. Sorry, Seth. I thought it was Sean again. Sorry. No, that's a, it's because it starts with an S. It's four letters. We're good. <laughs> um, you said that you've you've been able to spend some more time with the defense. Is that giving you a different perspective on the offense while you're doing that? And is it is it kind of refreshing in a way? Yeah, I mean, I, I just um, – I do – I've always spent time with the defense, but I think I'm able to go into a meeting more, um, even a staff meeting, and, and just give them maybe a couple, uh, you know, tidbits of offensive perspective. Hey, this is what they're trying to do on this protection. This is what they're trying to do with this route scheme when they see this coverage or, you know, just understand that this is beating this coverage or trying to or this, this protection is, you know, if, if the linebacker moves – you know, four feet, then that might screw the protection up. I think sometimes defensive coaches don't understand that, uh, you know, offensively, when when a defensive player moves from here to here, that can change, totally change the call, you know. And so that's really like the, the perspective I try to give. And then we obviously the biggest thing is the personnel. You know, how are we using personnel? We have a lot of versatile guys like Roby and Lonnie Johnson and Eric Murray and Justin Reed and Zach Cunningham and and – J.J. Watt, quite obviously, and Charles Amenahu. So I, I always tell them, hey, this is a tough matchup for the offense when you put this guy here or that guy there. And that's really what I try to do. And I can do that a little bit more now. Barry? Uh, Bill, do you, hey, Barry. Find, do you find yourself uh, calling some of your other colleagues, the other 31 coaches around the league, and kicking ideas around because of this compressed situation that you're in with guys on the field I think I think we did that early on yeah you know I did I, I would talk to certain coaches uh early on um the the coaching fraternity in this league is awesome I mean they're just a bunch of great guys that are willing to help but I think as you get closer to the games now I don't know I don't know if they're helping you too much so <laughs> I think uh you know we, we early on we did consult and uh and guys would call me because we were us in Kansas City were the kind of the 
the first one, right? Because we have the earliest game. So uh, people reached out to me, hey, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? But I think those phone calls are few and far between now once you get towards, you know, the beginning of the season. Take two more. Uh, John? Bill, did um, when you watch Watson, what is he doing better right now than he was doing, say, at this time last year? And what would you like to see him do more of? He's playing. He's playing really well. I mean, he's playing at a really high level. He's got a real good grasp of our team, of our offense. Uh, he's got a real good grasp of the protections. Uh, he's throwing the ball accurately on time, making good decisions in the passing game. Um, I think you know we've we've thrown a ton of passes. I think he's only thrown one interception the whole camp. Uh, you know, he's 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 understanding the ball's coming out at a good, you know in a good rhythm um, and he just works hard to get better a day. He takes it very seriously. Uh, he, he, his meetings, he's very focused. The walkthroughs, he's very focused and he looks at each practice, you know, like a game and, uh, and he, and he tries to get better every day. So he's, he's doing a great job. Last one for Mark Berman. Bill, can you talk about what uh, makes Zach Cunningham so special and how critical he is to, different packages on your defense yeah I mean he's uh, very athletic very instinctive uh, really good tackler you know he's made a couple plays like on you know screen passes where he's fended off a blocker and been able to you know pu push the ball carrier back inside to where his help's coming from um, you know he's he can he can play zone coverage he can uh, play a man coverage he's a good blitzer uh, we can use him in a lo lot of different areas you know we can use him not just at, at inside backer, you know, he just can do a lot of different things for us. He's a really, really uh, good football player. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Thanks guys. Going to do it. That's it from Bill O'Brien this morning, meeting with the media prior to practice. Now you're wondering, well, geez, doesn't he usually do that after practice and you carry it live on all the social media platforms and everything? Yes. But this year it's a little bit different. If he has time and practices late enough, he'd prefer to do it early and there's a pool reporter named John McClain, rookie, intern. John McClain is the pool reporter, and he gets a few comments from Coach after practice just to cover some highlights, just three or four, five questions, that kind of thing. And we get that out to you as well. That's just the way it works here mm -hmm. at Camp COVID. Actually, I think that's going to happen for the rest of time with Bill O'Brien. And then we get the coordinators or the players or whoever after practice. So, actually, it's been pretty smooth, Johnny. I, and you and yeah. I just talked to Jack Easterby uh, during the break. Um, got a little info from him on what practice might look like today. That was pretty cool. Uh, even though there's less face-to-face -face contact, and by the way, Easterby was a good 35 feet away from oh, me. Oh, yeah. Having a conversation while I'm you know, monitor, monitoring the commercial break. Uh, but uh, I think it's going pretty well. And a lot of questions in there to the coach about the COVID situation, yep. of course. You know, yeah. the story broke yesterday. No mascots, sideline reporters, cheerleaders. Uh, no John Harris on the field, basically. Sorry. But it can be in the stands. Does that mean i got to sit next to Toro in the stands? Yeah, you and Toro. Uh, Toro's actually going to be the better new sideline reporter. He's going to be very silent. He better uh, watch himself. Yeah. I'm just saying. He gets out of control. He gores me. It, it's on. <laughs> Let's throw it down to Johnny. Uh, no, guys, I am wrestling with Toro down Johnny here. is covered in fur right now, and we'll have to get back to him. But Johnny will be in the first row of the stands. The first row is untarped, 
and that's where the photogs and sideline people will be. So you'll be there still delivering the great information. I think it's an actual, you know, maybe a better view for you in some cases. Not as cool, if you will. I will admit, yesterday when I saw that news, I had about a two-minute, I had about a two-minute, like, woe is me session. Yeah. And then two minutes turned in. The third minute was, you know, a lot of bad words I can't say on the radio. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you called, and we talked about it. And you're like, oh, no, no, there's going to be, like, the first row in the stands, and you're going to be down there. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, That's not bad. I'm cool. That's not bad. That's cool. Yeah, I Uh, still need to be talked off the ledge for certain things that might happen to our radio booth. But uh, on the road, particularly. But uh, I can get into that. It's a little inside the the rope stuff. Some people do find that interesting. Maybe I'll put that on a podcast. Uh, Also, last night, Tom Brenneman. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Uh, Now, he does NFL games for Fox. Mm. Now, what did we think of this doing what we do? And have we ever said anything we regret? uh, And have we ever said anything during a break that got out over the air? I want to get into that, and we'll get into what practice is going to look like. I'm looking at Deshaun Watson, full pads, ready to go. And he's over near the speakers. He's got the playlist. He's like, listen, he's this playlist. is what I want on the music selection <laughs> panel today. I love it. I mean, this I is, love it. You know, he's taking care of all the business, talking to the receivers, talking to the guy who runs the music. And that speaker, I mean, we are, <laughs> it is going to be loud today. Okay. It is on. He's fired up for a big practice. <laughs> oh, I'm man. pumped up for this one. We'll keep it going. And we've got Landry's camp questions in the next half hour as well here on Texans Training Cap Live presented by Xfinity. This is Whitney Merciless, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Don't touch that dial or else. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Modern Modernization Today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like Wi-Fi booster crystals. Let their metaphysical powers enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. 
mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com community. This is Texans Radio. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce, and just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Texans training camp news. Inside the bubble, practice report. Day four of Texans practice in the books. No J.J. Watt out there again, but that means opportunity for Charles Amenehu, who's been taking a lot of Watt snaps and has looked very, very good. Opportunity knocking for young players as well. Isaiah Coulter, the rookie receiver, making some big plays. Cornerback John Reed, another rookie, looking like a veteran in some of the drills as well. Rough day for Karan Higdon, who fumbled near the goal line on a drill and then was stopped twice at the goal line a little later in practice. Next practice at the Methodist Training Center comes up this morning. We got you covered here on Sports Radio 610. We are inside the bubble at Texans Training Camp. Ready. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610. This is Deshaun Watson. The bomb from Deshaun Watson. And you're listening to Texas Radio. My goodness. Music blaring here. Not really blaring. It's just playing. At the Houston Methodist Training Center, Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. And we are ready for practice as the team is on the field doing their stretching stuff and getting ready. I, Johnny, so activation, this is activation. 
they did not activate in the bubble. They just met in the bubble. And yeah. everyone by now, I hope, if you yeah. haven't, you got to go see the 53. Go to our uh, app. Go to the website. And you can see how they meet. They set up the chairs in the bubble. And they separate everything. And that's what they do. And Sean Pendergast and John Harris are taking pictures right now. What's up? I had an idea. What's your idea? Remember yesterday we did... Uh, what you remember Wednesday? Yeah. And you said the 53. Mm-hmm. I had an idea for a, a new 53. What's that? Deshaun Watson's bus trip to Jacksonville. We just don't have the footage, though. I know. That's the Dang. problem. I mean, if we were on the bus with him, like, if we could do that now and be on the bus with him. That would be a fun 53, though. Oh, my gosh. You know, that would be Aubrey, a fun forget one. about it. I'd bring my acoustic guitar. <laughs> We'd play songs. We'd be, like, almost famous, you know. <laughs> Be like we're on tour. Deshaun, here's the next one. It's still water. It's an oldie but a goodie. This is from Gucci Man. Yeah. So, uh, Johnny, Tom Brenneman. Oh, man. Voice of the Reds on TV and also uh, Fox NFL announcer uh, drops uh, a slur. Um, sexual slur. Well, what do I call this? Homophobic slur. Yes. Uh, while they're in a commercial break. And the mic is hot or whatever. The mic was hot when it wasn't supposed to be, which everybody in broadcasting, and he knows this as well as anybody, but obviously forgot it for a moment. The microphone is a loaded gun. I was taught that very early in broadcasting. You're near a mic. I don't care if the equipment is unplugged and and in a crate. You're near a microphone. you got to be careful because, you know, whatever you say, it's the old thing. Don't. Don't say anything you wouldn't be willing to have on the cover of the New York Times, right? Yeah. I know the Times has changed, so uh, <laughs> let's not get into that conversation right now. Yeah. But you get my drift here. Yep. He said it. Then he apologized. That's not who I am. Well, wait a minute. You just said that. That's not who I am. Like, I, and look, I'm not going to judge people. You know, I've made mistakes in my life, too. Uh, you know, that's kind of a bad one because... You know, you said something, and it just didn't. Yeah. You, you could say that another way, I guess, uh, or, or maybe not say it at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just have, You know, Mark, you, you said it a long time ago. You know, it's funny. We, I was mentioning how this is the 13th year anniversary of our, you know, old radio station, and the first words ever spoken on that station were WTF. <laughs> because why? Something was going wrong. Your former sideline reporter. Your former sideline reporter couldn't see in the studio. You had all these people in the studio, mm-hmm. and he couldn't see in the studio. <laughs> and so he wanted somebody to move, and they wouldn't move. The original Texan sideline the, reporter. The, 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 the switch gets flipped, and he's going, what the bleep? That's awesome. And so it was interesting because that was kind of our first introduction. And, you know, we kind of we embraced the fact that we were a little different. So we were kind of like, ah, we laughed about it. But. We thought, I've thought about that many, many times, man. When you have a when you have a mic, it's just yeah. You you never you never know who's listening. You never know who hears something. Yeah. Especially with a profile as big as Tom Brenneman's mm-hmm. with the Reds. You know, my goodness. Um, but it's as easy as that. It's you got a hot mic. You got to be careful. So yeah. if you've got all of these. You know, thoughts that are raging inside of you, mm-hmm. and they have to come out. Yeah, make sure that you go somewhere else to do it. But and who talks like that anyway? Exactly. I mean, I, none of us would ever. Like, I don't know. I don't work around people who who think that way. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, exactly. I, yeah. So uh, I, I heard who, that clip. I don't know if you heard like the that. clip. 
Yeah, I heard the. Clip. I heard. The, I heard the clip, and I just. I don't know. Hearing it was almost worse. Yeah, it was because, so angry and yes, exactly, exactly. I, I don't know. I, I just I didn't like it. I think you know I hate seeing people lose their gigs. I, you know, at least a suspension's going to happen for him, and, and maybe that's all it should be. I don't know. I don't want to get into that debate. Look, my first radio job was in Clearfield, Pennsylvania, and one time uh, we were uh, we were doing a remote, and I was driving back from it, and the the girl on the board, um, she's about 25 years old, had a boyfriend. She was on the phone with her boyfriend, and she left the phone thing potted up while she was on the phone. Yeah. And I, a song was playing, but I hear their conversation. And I don't have a cell phone. This is back in the yeah, days yeah. before everybody had a cell phone. Yeah. And I am racing to the station. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I finally hear it shut off. And then I go in and she's crying because she knows what happened. It was oh, awful. Man. Like, things, the broadcasting is loaded with stories about that. It's oh. just, uh, it's terrible. Well, I mean, so. we, we, we had one in uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we played at Denver. And it, they, McManus was coming up for a game-winning kick. Oh, your mic is open. And you threw it, you threw it down at me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, we talked about the wind, what the wind was doing. And typically at that point, I talk, you know, my mic goes up, it goes down. But then when I got on the bus, I was curious how it went for you. Because that's, that's such a cool moment. Like, end of game, yeah. field goal make, McManus field goal miss, he misses it. Yeah. And instead, I'm in your ear, as I typically am, and I tell you, wide right, wide left, yeah. or, or, or yes. For Those folks who know, there's no way you can tell wide right, wide left in the booth unless it's the most horrible shank you've ever seen. Yeah. You just can't tell. Yeah. And, and so I try and lead you in that direction yeah. because I could see the ball was going right over my head, and I was outside the upright. So I was like, wide right, wide right. But my mic stayed open. Right. And I didn't know. And I keep my mic on, you know, and at that point, I should have known not to t- turn it off after that mm-hmm. point. But after I said wide right, yeah. I should have turned it off. Yeah. But you could hear my conversations mm-hmm. for the next how many ever minutes. And I remember hearing that. I just went, oh, man. But I didn't have any bad conversations. No, no, just no. congratulating the players. You know, guys are coming off the that, field. That was Hoss fine. No, was. we caught that pretty clean. I mean, we. I mean, obviously, you're in the call. Right. You're like, it's wide right, it's wide right. Yeah. We're <laughs> in the studio the next it, day watching Good Morning Football, and then there it is. And I'm like, oh, I'm just oh I wanted to vomit. Oh, uh, I was but, cringing. But, Johnny, it kind of worked because, like, most NFL um, color commentators, and Andre Ware is one, yeah. but Andre never steps on me. Like, right, he just right. never does. He's yeah. so great that way. We're good at, you know, sometimes. We do step on each other in the flow of, of a call yeah. of, of the game. But, uh, you know, we have good chemistry and we have a, a good arrangement. And he's wonderful that way because so many guys are like, oh, you yeah. know, yelling and screaming and you yeah. can't tell what's going on. Um, so people are used to that. And you were actually given a description. So that was OK. Yeah. Uh, people are used to that on a lot of NFL calls. Uh, uh, Bengals. When I heard it in the postgame show, uh-huh. I was like. <laughs> you know, Johnny, you've seen Bad Mark come out in the broadcast booth a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. And, you know, like when we got knocked off the air against the uh, Washington football, football team, team in yep. 2014, yep. and I, I was capable of taking a human life. And uh, this was another one of those moments. Like, yeah. I get I get a little upset in the broadcast booth when things break down, and uh, it's preventable. But, yeah. you know, that's just kind of a, a flaw of mine. What yeah, I, I mean, the point, the point in all that is – you know, we have hot mics in front of us, mm-hmm. and we've had over the years, you know, people with, you know, the little sound packs that, that listen to us, and they hear everything during the breaks 
all everything oh, yeah. that we you know talk about. We have which... Jamie Roots, president of the Texans. Cal McNair listens. Mm-hmm. We have, I mean, for a while last year, DeAndre Hopkins' mother, mother was, was listening, listening yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. She's sight impaired. So, yeah. I, I mean, I was honored that she yeah. was listening. Um, we have a lot of people that have these little packs, and now yeah. everyone's wondering, how do I get one? These yeah, are exactly. like real time, and it costs some money. And you hear what's going on during the commercials. Right, right. Which uh, we, we, that's where we really have to be careful because yeah. it's like, and oh, shucks, the Texans didn't score. We'll be right back. <laughs> and then during the break, what happened? Yeah. I can't believe it. You know. Yeah. Oh, there have been a few. There have been a few of those. We've learned. We've learned how to handle that over the years. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, if you're listening and it's in a break and you hear nothing. Mm-hmm. From the three of us, then you could pretty much assume that something, something A has happened really and B happened. we're texting. So that's yeah, we're texting with each other. That's what we're doing. That's Over how we years. get the hot mic away. Yeah. <laughs> we get we get around that. But you know, I, I felt I felt a bit for Tom because it's one moment and that'll be his, that'll be the stain on him forever. And yeah. unfortunately, it, it probably it's a should, bad moment. It's a bad moment. It's, it's, it's going to stay. So there's a part of me that that thinks about that. I think about that a lot because of how much we talk. Right. If something were to come out, but then I start thinking, you know what? If you don't spew hate and ignorance, yeah, and that's not the way it you live your life, so then you don't hateful. have to worry about it. It sounded so hateful. What it he did. Said, you know, it did. It sounded like it was just so looking down upon people. I thought, man, that's just that's what really caught me. It's but then his home run call, <laughs> it was like, I'm really so sorry about what happened. And here's a home run to left field. And I'm really terribly sorry. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really unfortunate. What can we say? Uh, and, and unfortunate is not the right word. He shouldn't have done it. And he did it. And he'll have to live with it. He'll have to live with the consequences. Yep. It's not like if you drop an F-bomb or say something, you know, one of those seven words you can't say on the radio or right. one of the, you, you know, come that's back a little bit that. different. You, you can come, come back. back. Like, yeah. I made a mistake and I shouldn't have done that. But this this kind of paints a picture of who you might be. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. but you know, I hate judging and I don't want to do that. All right. We thought we'd mention a little bit about that because, you know, we do this and we broadcast games and things happen. Uh, but that was um, something that shouldn't have happened. All right, next up, Landry's camp questions. Looking forward to this. Let's hear what Landry cooks up for us today as we got barely any clouds in the sky, team on the field, ready to do some business here as they are in full pads today. It's Texans Training Camp Live presented by Xfinity. Touchdown! Texans Radio continues in a moment. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our picks for six? <laughs> It's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the picks for six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's Houston. Make the most of summer with 
Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. Texans training camp news. Inside the bubble practice report. Day four of Texans practice in the books. No J.J. Watt out there again, but that means opportunity for Charles Amenehu, who's been taking a lot of Watt snaps and has looked very, very good. Opportunity knocking for young players as well. Isaiah Coulter, the rookie receiver, making some big plays. Cornerback John Reed, another rookie, looking like a veteran in some of the drills as well. Rough day for Karan Higdon, who fumbled near the goal line on a drill and then was stopped twice at the goal line a little later in practice. Next practice at the Methodist Training Center comes up this morning. We got you covered here on Sports Radio 610. We're inside the bubble at Texans Training Camp. Ready. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. We believe your personal style makes your house a home. Discover incredible styles, selection, and quality at a price to fit any budget. Ashley Home Store has just the looks and options you need. Explore totally different styles and trends all in one place. Finding the perfect furniture and home decor makes it easy for you to create a home you love to live in. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store, proud partner of the Houston Texans. He's in. Touchdown, Houston. This is Texans Radio. Ronnie Flatten, CTO and owner of CT Integrations, and this is our story. The business was great, and we were in a growth mode. When the pandemic hit, we had a lot of uncertainty, but with Amogee's support, we were able to get through it. Being able to help somebody come out of a crisis is truly gratifying. Fifteen jobs saved with their families, and that impacts a whole lot of people. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 
Calling all superheroes. At the Felchin Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelchins families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. The Pelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. Cherry of the Texas Bowl. Cherry of the This is JJ Watt, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Texans Training Camp Live presented by Xfinity. Team warming up on the field. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Landry Locker joins us now for Landry's Camp Questions. Good morning, Landry. Good morning, guys. All right, I want to ask you straight up. Thursday night football, Sunday night football, or Monday night football? What is y'all's favorite? Thursday night on the road is my favorite to broadcast. Really? Those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, it's just from a scheduling standpoint, Landry. I think it sucks for the team to have to travel on Wednesday. I think the road team is really at a disadvantage in a Thursday night contest because you basically have one day to get ready. You're off basically on Monday. Yeah, you'll come in and they'll do a, a walkthrough. Tuesday's another walkthrough. Wednesday you're traveling and you're playing on Thursday. But from our standpoint, you know, we have a game coming up right away after the last one, especially if it's a loss. You want to get right to it. And then you're off for the weekend. And you can just enjoy college football and pro football and get back to it on Monday. From a broadcaster standpoint, Thursday night, I like it. And it's fun to go on the road. Not this year, but it's fun to go on the road usually. Johnny? Yeah, the road night games I love because you get an opportunity to get up early. I, I always go walk the town wherever we're in. And the last Last Monday night road game we did was Baltimore. Uh, was it Baltimore? Did we have a Monday? We didn't have a Monday night road game last year, did we? No. What about eighteen? No Eight, Monday no, night road no, game. No, they were all at home. It yeah. was Tennessee at home. So the last time was in Baltimore in twenty seventeen, uh-huh. and that was awesome. It was all by the harbor. I did a little radio up by the harbor. I think talking to you, Landry, actually, and did that for a little bit, and then uh, went and played the game that night. I'm with Mark. The Thursday night though is the best. The Thursday night on the road. Uh, I, I don't I don't mind that whatsoever. I kind of like that because you're traveling on Wednesday. You kind of feel like you're already in game mode by the time you get on the bus to go to the airport. So I I like it. I like the Thursday night game. The Sunday night game, I don't think on the road we've played, I don't think I would like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's Sunday night. Like, I get all that. I understand its importance. But for us, we got to be up the next morning to do radio for yeah, 8 to 10. Yeah, that stinks. And if you're playing a Sunday night game and you're flying back, we're probably driving into this parking lot about 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. And then, oh, by the way, you're on, you're on the air in a couple hours. Um, so I don't think that – I can't remember us doing that, though, Mark. Sunday night road game. I can't remember one either, but I know I'll think of one. Yeah. And Monday night on the road, it's, I, it's similar. We don't have to do radio in the morning, but for us, because it's all about us. Uh, we got the player show the next day and everything. I don't know. It makes the week go faster because you have a game kind of in the middle of the week. But anyway, as far as the atmosphere, though, Landry, I think I think they're all good. Honestly, yeah. wherever you are, stadium full, people into it. Thursday last year's Thursday night Colts game here at home. That was a crucial game and it was a nice win at the time. The Colts were actually doing pretty decent at the time and you had to have it coming off the mm-hmm. Baltimore loss and you got it. I mean those those games are all big, those prime timers. All right. Most underrated Texan of all time. Most underrated Houston Gosh, Texan in franchise history. I gotta think about this. Mm. This is really Man. Most underrated of all mm. time. The first name that came in it just popped into my head uh-huh. was Owen Daniels. 
Okay. okay. Is he that was underrated, the though? Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the thing I'm trying to, like, I'll, mm. I'll give you the most underrated quarterback of all time for this franchise. Dave Ragone. <laughs> no, not Dave Ragone. I like Dave, though. Okay. Ryan Mallett. No, it is Sage Rosenfels. Sage yeah. Rosenfels was a good quarterback, and he should have gotten a chance to start in 2006. In fact, Gary Kubiak allegedly wanted to start him. But remember against the Jets, I forget how this happened, but I think, was it Pittman who was, um, not the long snapper, I, I forget, he was, Rosenfels was holding, I guess, or something, or doing something on special teams. What would it have what would it have been? He got hurt, though, on a special teams play. Must have been holding. And he couldn't play the next week, and he mm-hmm. might have played the next week for Kubiak that year. That might change history. I mean, maybe they never even get yeah. that job if Rosenfels blows up at the end of 06. Maybe it ultimately doesn't work out. But I think Sage, you, Sage had a winning record as a starter. He put up some big numbers here for a while. Go look it up. I think he's the most underrated quarterback the Texans have had. I got one. I what? got one, and he's on this field today. Who I is got it? one. Brandon Dunn. I don't oh. think Brandon Dunn will ever get the credit for what he has done for this team because he's played next to Vince Wilfork, DJ Reader. He plays next to J.J. Watt. Brandon Dunn has done really good things for this team since he got here in 2015. I mean, he has done some really good things. I was watching that Monday, that, uh, Monday night game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. And there's Dunny making a huge sack, a huge sack. So, I, yeah, Brandon Dunn absolutely, to me, is, is an underrated guy. He'll never get the credit. He won't go to Pro Bowls. But, man, he's done a lot of dirty work for this team on that defensive line. I think he's looked good. I mean, I'll give you, um, I don't know, I, I'll give you another underrated guy, okay. Dominic Davis, Dominic Williams, Dominic yeah. Davis. I mean, he was really good for a long yeah. stretch. Well, actually, it was three years. Three years, about 1,000 yards a year. running back world, that's a long time. Good receiver. Uh, they just went to him too many times, uh, and he, he was not—he was not an every-down back, but they used him as one, and it wore him out. Lopez says Mario Williams. He's like really proud of himself for that answer. Like <laughs> he's like sitting here, he's sitting here, he's sitting here acting like he like no say, he like way. just invented like the cure for cancer or something like that. He said Mario Williams, <gasps> and he's like head nodding. Mario How do you Williams make was the number one overall pick. Yep. He's underrated. He's the yep. Number one overall pick, yep. John. Yep. No. All right, I'm talking no about. Way. Okay, how was more? How you've was more? Your, hold on, he's so proud of himself in here, guys. You, you two guys, shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> and listen, how was Mario Williams received in this city his entire career? Oh yeah, well, you can, it's hard to live up to that billing. You know, if you were the number two pick, I think that he would be a lot more appreciated. He was, here's the thing: he was never rated here, and that makes he, him underrated. Nobody I liked think, him, and he was really. Really he was really good. good. He was really good. But, look, they weren't going to pay him all that money with yeah. the next contract. And, and you're right, John. He put up big numbers. Look, we talk about Clowney, number one overall pick. Look at Mario's numbers versus Clowney and just yeah. the sheer no sexy doubt. stats. Is there a difference between underrated and underappreciated? I would well, put Mario in the underappreciated mm-hmm. category for sure. And but. it wasn't Mario's fault that they didn't ra- draft Reggie Bush or yeah, Vince Young I mean, and he would always be associated well, know, with the guy that they got instead. but he was underrated because of it all. Nobody liked him and he was really good. I think it's another category. I'll go with you, John, on the fact of underappreciated, but okay. number one overall pick with those kind of freaky athletic mm-hmm. skills, you know, I think that was a guy that, that we all, I mean, I would say he was rated, but I think the fact that he just wasn't appreciated yep. and hasn't been over all these years, even though he's been gone from the Texans, yep. I'll agree with you on that.
And okay. I agree with you 95% of the time, J-Lo. Every time I listen, <laughs> I agree I'm with you. I'm questioning you, you John. I'm yeah, questioning you Landry right and Lopez in the loop next. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back at it later. 6 o'clock, the general joins us for a practice recap. Thanks, Ben, for producing. Shane, for engineering. Have a great day, and go Texans. What are the players saying about today's training camp practice? I can't wait to hit people, and I can't wait to show our fans what we're working on. Bring it back, bring it back. Check out HoustonTexans.com for all the latest coverage from camp. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Hyundai has always had your back. And now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai. The longer you look, the more there is to life. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just $24,575. Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the thrill of the revving engine and pure adrenaline of flying down the highway to the confidence of knowing that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service. But Ari Snyder has one reason in particular. I had extremely large upper arms. They won't even fit into most shirts. Thankfully, biking really embraces vest culture, so I feel accepted. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Transocean loves Houston, and Houston loves football. From Friday night lights to Texans game day, everybody rallies around football. But behind the scenes of every game is another great Houston institution, oil. It takes a company like Transocean to unlock this valuable resource from the deepest depths and farthest reaches around the globe. As the leading offshore driller, they've tackled every challenge head-on and have the stats to back it up. Transocean is service-focused, data-driven, and performance-oriented. Check them out at deepwater.com. 
Calling all superheroes. At the Pelcher Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelcher's families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. The Pelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. Hey, Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Love getting prices that are lower than low on backyard favorites like grill-ready hamburgers and fresh-picked strawberries? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, plus rewards like fuel points, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What do 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have in common? They're all members of Houston's most exclusive professional network, Texans Lux. Whether your company has 10,000 worldwide employees or 50 based in Houston, businesses large and small appreciate the opportunities Lux provides them to network with other professionals. And best of all, Lux membership includes a suite for each Houston Texans home game. Find out how you can use a Lux membership to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. KILT, KILT, FMHD2, Houston. Radio.com Sports Station. And your home of the Houston Texans. Rock and roll. Houston Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Radio 610. Radio 610.